thanks for pressing play. This is Christopher Lockhead, and I sure am glad you're here. On this episode, I want to talk about something that drives me nuts, and that's every time there's a bunch of successful tech IPOs, like we've had recently, which I think are fantastic, um, inevitably we end up hearing a lot of this in the media. Ah, I can't believe this company's worth so much money and the investors must be crazy because they hardly have any revenue or they hardly have any profits or... And um, these are the folks who think that market cap or valuation, that is to say the value of a company, is only a function of financial metrics. And uh, this has not been true for the better part of 25 years. Uh, And so I'm going to unpack why it's not true and how marketing actually helps to drive market cap. We are brought to you by my good friends at Splunk. During crisis, people turn to data. And Splunk is the leader in data to everything, uh, bringing data to every question, every decision, and every action. Check out splunk.com slash D, the number two, the letter E. And my friends at Oracle NetSuite are the number one cloud ERP system in the world. And they are the platform for entrepreneurial companies. Check out netsuite.com slash different. That's netsuite.com slash different. And I also want to tell you about a new podcast that I'm proud to be uh, a part of with Naveen Chada, who's the leader of Mayfield. And the podcast is called Conscious VC. You see, a little while ago, Naveen was on my other podcast, Follow Your Different, and we had a very powerful conversation about conscious capital, conscious VC, and sort of a, uh, um, the, the fact that businesses uh, really mean a lot more than just, uh, than just money. And so check out this new podcast. Uh, we have some amazing guests on it, including Kim Scott, the, the, the author of Radical Candor, and uh, Sal Khan, the creator of the Khan Academy, who is one of the most uh, uh, important guys in education, and much, much more. Conscious VC, wherever you get legendary uh, podcasts. <laughs> now, hey-ho, let's go. This is Lockheed Marketing, the podcast that helps you develop the lens for what makes legendary marketing legendary. Hosted by Christopher Lockhead, three-time CMO, godfather of category design, and a high school dropout, who the Marketing Journal calls one of the best minds in marketing, and The Economist calls off-putting to some. All right, let's talk about what really drives uh, the value of a company for a uh, non-public company that that's generally called uh, valuation. And of course, for a public company, it's called market cap. And, um, you know, I sat here reading and listening to all these people remark about all these tech IPOs, and I just couldn't take it anymore. So <laughs> let's break this thing down. Um, there are three principal drivers of a company's value. The first is investors' perception of the size and the growth rate of your market category. The second is investors' perception of the company's ability to become the category queen. And the third is the numbers and metrics uh, in the context of the first two points that validate that this company is actually on a good path, on a powerful path. Okay, so number one, perception of the size and growth rate of the category. Number two, perception of uh, the company's ability to become the category queen. 
Number three, the numbers and metrics that validate the first two points. All right, so let's break this down a little bit. It turns out investors don't pay you for prior performance. That's not what they're doing. So what happened in the past is informative and important, but only informative and important as it relates to helping to predict the future. Because what investors are really buying is they're buying a powerful, valuable future where they will make money in investing in your stock. And so what it means is marketing has to take a leading role here in helping the company articulate its category strategy, why this category could be very big over time. So for you take a company that we all know, Airbnb. It, in order for Airbnb to get funded, investors had to believe that things would be different in the future. So they had to believe that some percentage of homeowners would actually be willing uh, to rent out their home or part of their home, which is obviously a very different thing. And then they had to be willing to believe that some percentage of travelers would be willing and interested in staying in those homes as distinct from staying in a hotel or some other place. Okay, so the minute you're able to, in this case, uh, the founders of Airbnb are able to convince investors that this is possible, that they are creating this category, they are creating a new trend, they are they are pioneering a new space, they are creating something where nothing existed before. Um, if you believe that different future, then you're willing to uh, engage in a conversation about should we or shouldn't we invest in Airbnb. Then the second is investors' perception of the company's ability to become the category king or queen. In Play Bigger, we introduced some primary uh, data science research. And what we had done was we analyzed every tech company founded from uh, 2000 to 2015. We looked at the data as it relates to valuation and market cap to see what percentage of total value created in a category went to the leader. Well, it turns out that number is 76%. And now these are in digital businesses and technology businesses, but as you know, virtually every market category is becoming digitized. And so the, the behaviors of digital native categories and non-digital native categories are starting to blend. Regardless, investors know that one company takes the vast majority of the economics and that is uh, what they're betting on. And so the next thing they're looking at is, do you folks have what it takes to become the category queen. So first, if I believe, if I'm an investor and I believe, okay, there's huge potential here. There's huge category potential. A lot of people might be interested in this. The second thing I need to believe is that you are building a team that can become the category queen and earn two-thirds of the economics. And then the numbers and the metrics become important in the context of the first two things. So, what that means is smart marketers, smart CEOs, smart founders, and certainly smart CFOs. This is where marketing and finance need to work together. In the very early stages of your investor deck should be slides that deal with things like this is a large and growing market category. In some cases, they call it a TAM, total addressable or total available market. Uh, number two. This is what we are doing. Here is our plan for designing and dominating this market category. 
And number three, let us show you some of our metrics, some of our numbers. Some of them might be financial. Some of them might not be financial at all. They might be user growth. They might be how easy it is to acquire customers. It might be lifetime value of those customers. It could be a whole number. It could be engagement. That is to say how long people use your product or service. could be a number of things. The point being, we present numbers and metrics that validate the first two points, that this is a large and growing market category and that we have the ability, the skills, the passion, the insight, the knowledge. Uh, we have the team. We have the technology. Uh, we have the product, of course, to uh, become the category queen and earn two-thirds of the economics. And your investor deck or your IPO roadshow deck needs to make those things very clear, and you should have that conversation towards the very front end of your investor slash IPO roadshow deck. And in addition, what I'd say, this is sort of where um, the marketing becomes very important in this. Marketing's job overall, one of them, is to create a perception of inevitability. So from a customer perspective, that means creating a perception that one day you're going to do this, one day you're going to buy this, one day you're going to use this this new category, and therefore our product or service in, as the leader in this category is sort of taking over the world and uh, almost a little bit of FOMO. You know, you don't want to be the last person to buy a, I'll tell you, the new category I'm obsessed with, e-bikes. So you don't want to be the last person to buy an e-bike, right? E-bikes are taking over. It's time to get an e-bike. So marketing's job is to create a perception of inevitability around your category. And as you evangelize the category, they come to you as the category, the emerging category queen, emerging category king. And so marketing's job is to do the same thing with investors. So number one, what's the size and growth rate of the market category? i.e. TAM, i.e. category potential. Number two, what's their perception of your ability to get two-thirds of the economics and become the category queen? And number three, what are the metrics that you're showing the investors to validate the first two points? All right. We would like to thank the good folks at GoCheetah.com. Spectacular, high-quality wholesale groceries delivered to your door in the Bay Area. Check out GoCheetah.com. This podcast is a sole property of the Lockhead Oddcast Network. And if you like it enough to listen, why not share it? I get emails on a regular basis from CEOs and CMOs who say they share this podcast with their whole team. Thank you so much. Today's information is provided uh, solely for your informational purposes. Please consult your lawyer, shaman, doctor, chief financial officer, mother, father, uncle, cousin, before acting on today's episode. We are produced and edited by living podcast legend Jason DeFilippo. Check out his podcast, Grumpy Old Geeks. It is awesome. Sarah Knox and Jamie J do technical uh, legendariness around here, and they build Lockhead.com. <laughs> Why not check it out? We've got a newsletter that we throw out every once in a while that doesn't suck. Show notes by Diane Gervasio. Remember, George Carlin was right. Listen to the Tragically Hip. And the thought I'll leave you with comes from John Ratzenberger, famous uh, uh, actor from Cheers. Find people who share your values and you'll conquer the world together. That's it. Thank you so much. Please uh, take good care of yourself. Stay legendary. And until we're together again, follow your different.